Hello, I'm Professor Flim Flam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 13 of season 5, and today we're reviewing Eternal Bonds. Is this yearning an eternal bond? Close your eyes, give, give me, me your sword, darling. <laughs> <laughs> hey friend. Hey friend. Is that song, or is it not, peak romance? Oh, it's brilliant. I fucking love that song. Uh, yeah. Did you know that that song was so successful that it caused the Bangles to break up? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's like rain on your wedding day. <laughs> it's the, isn't it ironic? <laughs> yeah. It's because... Why, why, why is that? Because they just got so sick of singing it together. No, it's because the Bangles didn't actually have a lead singer or they weren't supposed to. But uh-huh. whoever the one was who was the main on that single, I don't know any of their names. Um, no, she start because because that song shot them to like stardom. Everyone yeah. in the press and the music press and like just assumed that she was the leader of the band, and they wrote about her that way. Mm. And then the others who were in the band were like, "Excuse fucking me, she's well, not." This the, is why. She's this not is the why you can't have women working together in in the workplace they just, they just get jealous and competitive yeah that's it that's the lesson <laughs> so basically after that song Didn't i don't know, know if they i don't know if they did another song or not but like uh yeah it it really precipitated the breakup of the band so that's very sad <laughs> it's sad but well, it's a banger of a song certainly is yeah peak romance should we talk um, about the episode uh, yeah, if only the eternal flame in this episode had Zena and Gabriel <laughs> in the same shot for longer than about five minutes. But no. Yeah. But no. So I was texting you, obviously, while watching this, and I'd forgotten all of it's this. It's what we do. I don't recall ever watching this more than once. Um, no, me neither. I barely remember, well, as you know, barely remember this season. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I remember aspects of this season a lot better than others. You know, there are obviously some episodes that I've seen more than once, but like this yeah. one is definitely a one and done. And having now seen it again, I now remember why. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of do. Mm. I kind of do. And it, it, there's, there's one aspect of it in particular, I think, isn't, isn't there? That makes there's... It- yeah, problematic. I, I, I texted you while while I was watching it, and I quoted a certain line and said that is officially only the second genuinely offensive line in the history of this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was really like, yeah. ex- it, you know, excuse you when this was said. I was like, excuse me, excuse you. What the fuck? <laughs> Who well, put we'll, this we'll line get in to your it. mouth? Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in our brief recap oh yeah it's going to be which super... i now invite you to embark upon a super brief recap right so the episode begins yeah. with them going yeah yeah and riding through a desert and there's a lot there's lots of yar yar yeah. argo yar yeah yar matey you know um so they're in and a I desert think if you if you if you play that just that very first bit back mm-hmm. that that opening yar scene you've got you've got a scene to go yar argo yar yar and I think there's a really quiet attempt attempt from Gabrielle. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to play it back because I <laughs> I think there's this really is that is that right? Is that what we do? Yar? yar? We yar. say yar, do we? I'm not yar. used to having a horse, you know. I know. 
Yarp, horse with no name. Yeah, a rare sight of this horse, actually. We seem to hardly ever see this horse. Yeah. It seems to sort of like drop in and out of existence. Yeah, it's the Roll horse of requirement. through the desert on a horse with no name. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it literally. did feel good to get out of the rain. Yeah. There's a lot of thunder and lightning going on, uh, but luck. this is the gods, very, obviously. Very the gods are like under they're under attack from various gods so we've got lightning we've got um tornadoes we've got fire we've got all sorts of shit but luckily these gods are about as good at aim as <laughs> as a stormtrooper in star wars because yes. they keep missing them there's an awful lot of yeah. little lumps of glass being made that's all i'm gonna say a lot of lightning striking <laughs> sand yeah <laughs> And then they see a mysterious hooded figure pointing towards a cave. So they obviously like, right, we'll go in a cave. And like, this is this is absolutely hilarious to me. Like, all the might of the gods of Olympus stymied yeah. because they have gone inside a cave. That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's a barrier that not even a god can cross. I I thought you were going to say the funny thing was the bit that happens next, which made me laugh oh, out loud. That was Lol. extreme. It is extremely funny what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> so they get in and say, well, well, that was a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, at least it can't get any worse. <laughs> oh, hi, Joxer. <laughs> yeah. How could it possibly get any worse? And then Joxer appears. I mean, that is, yeah, hey. you gotta love that. That is a good joke yeah. that they made. It is. Yeah. And obviously then Joxer continues to make things worse because he um, has brought some fucking freaky guys to see them. <laughs> <laughs> the three wise men except one of them's a woman and he, um, he does call them magi yes and they the followed magi. a light yeah and There's they brought gifts yeah over in the frankenstein place uh and i was like oh so hang on eve is jesus now i thought eli was jesus but it's okay because this is not these guys are not actually legit <laughs> these are not the real three wise men it's all fine Although, here's another fact. In the spirit of, mm-hmm. did you know that we started this podcast yeah. on? Uh, I'm assuming, given actually that you've got a degree in theology, that you do know that nowhere in the Bible does it say there were three of them. Uh, no, it doesn't, does it? No, it said wise men came and the fact that there were three gifts, but I mean, some of them could be doubles. Yeah. Presumably more than one might have brought gold. <laughs> Or so there might only been two. Or myrrh. Yeah, some the, of them. Equally, then. One of the motherfuckers yeah. might have brought two things. And that would have really yeah. upset the other one. To be like, excuse me, I thought there <sighs> well, was a... Well, you I made me look really bad. I thought the secret Santa had a fucking limit. I thought there was a budget <laughs> for this. You know? it, it is the world's first secret Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had an, I've got an ex-colleague who used to do that. We have a secret Santa at work and it, it used to be mm. the limit was £5 and then we upped it to £10 because of inflation. It was becoming yeah. too difficult to get anything for a fiver. Um, yeah. And he always used to uh, keep to the letter of that, but not the spirit, yeah. by buying a lot uh, of shit from charity shops or by making things that it te- that he claimed don't cost anything, except, you know, there was the cost of all the ingredients, dickhead. Or, like, giving people yeah. things from his own home. 
So he would have this, he would come in with this massive, like, hamper full of shit for people. And then um, everyone mm. else would be given, like, here's a candle set, you know, like a normal Secret oh, Santa gift. Yeah. So. What a twat. He was a twat. And I, I ran the Secret Santa and I ensured that I never got him. <laughs> or rather that he never got me. I set up the exclusions yeah. to the to such in such a way. <laughs> I sometimes worry that power goes to your head a bit. You think? <laughs> anyway, so Magi. Yeah, these suspicious, suspiciously garishly dressed looking fellows. Turns well, out they are pretty much pretty much nativity play magi aren't they yeah pretty much they're exactly like if i'd ever got one of the wise men roles in the infant nativity play i was unfortunately always a shepherd have we talked i think we've probably talked about nativity plays before have we i mean probably probably in that episode where jesus was actually in it or or that episode where you've realised after 25 years that Centicles was a pun on Santa Claus. <laughs> That's the same episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, these magi. <laughs> yeah, these fucking magi. Anyway, so obviously these are baddies and Joxer has led a trio of fucking assassins to Zena and Gabrielle's refuge. Zena and Gabrielle's so redoubt. Joxer. It's such a doxer thing to do, as is the next thing he does, which is, you know, they get into a fight, fight, fight. It turns out these are... Yeah. Zena realises this is a trick because uh, the woman goes to give her oil of laurel and apparently that is a dead giveaway that she's uh, sworn to the goddess Artemis. Yeah, yeah. His laurels like, are... Hang on. Hang on a cotton-picking minute. Laurels? Yeah. That couldn't mean anything hurls, but... Hurls the flask of oil at a wall where it then sizzles. Yes. And then the mm. bun- then the guys are like, ah! Right? So, fight. then there's a fight. Fight, 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 fight! Everything's fine. Um, so Xena is fighting everyone off really easily. Gabrielle's obviously mm-hmm. fighting everyone off really easily. And Joxer has to go sick his fucking Orin, completely unnecessarily, and gets himself wounded like a twat. Yes. Um, and then... And I forget what gives it away, but Zena goes, oh, hang on, that guy is the is a priest of Apollo, so it's probably poisoned and you're going to die now. Well, what gives it away is that Ares appears and says... Oh, right, that's right. There's, these are the that's priests... That's quite a big giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he comes up and says, these are the priests of Artemis, Poseidon and Apollo. And while he's mm-hmm. in the middle of his speech, Zena goes, Apollo, and then wanders off to tell Gabriel and Joxer that his wound is probably poisoned because apparently that's what the priests of Apollo do. I had no idea. No, I, I always thought poisoning was a woman's crime. <laughs> Isn't Apollo kind <laughs> of like fruity like that, you know? Fruity. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually offensive, actually. Is he the one? Is is his the priest that gave the fruit? I'm just I, saying. Oh god! Oh god! Is is he what we would have to um, dub in in post edit as fish cake? 
because you can't say fruitcake. You can't say fruitcake? Callback. That's a callback. To what? To Palamon and Vidalis. Someone call, Someone calls... Yeah, someone calls Vidalis a, a fruitcake. Right. Very, very obviously, when you lip read. <laughs> but it's dubbed as fish cake. Oh. So it's less homophobic. I didn't yeah. ever... Did we even bring that up at the time? I don't remember that. I think so. I can't imagine we wouldn't have done. I, 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 can't, I can't imagine we wouldn't have done. I can't imagine that it happened and I don't remember it because... As you know, my amazing memory is one of the tenets of my self-identity. It's one of the pillars. It's certainly more functional than mine. One of the three pillars of Wonko. Good memory, <laughs> sarcasm, and what's the other thing? Can't remember. That was a wee joke. Good memory, like sarcasm. Uh, yeah, no, that's very good. That's very good. I was desperately trying to think of another mm. character trait you have. I'm smart. Hilarious. It's that one. Schmort. And Schmort, that's four pillars. No. Uh, I would three pillars is good because you, you can't have a, a wonky three-pillared... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, we are struggling to find things to say about the episode. Can you tell? Oh, no, we're not. What a lot of rubbish. Anyway, so... Okay. And then... Uh, we're easily so distractible. They... Yeah, that's true. I'm told by the one person that ever speaks to me about this podcast, that one of the best things is when we go off on little tangents, you know, because they just like listening to us talking shit. Isn't that right, Dapper? Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's lucky. That is lucky, yeah. It's lucky we make this for ourselves, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and Dapper. (laughs) And Dapper, yeah. Um, Right, so... They decide that they're going to split up because Xena just happens to know that at the north end of this valley there is a mandrake tree, which is exactly the thing yep. that they need to cure this poison. Um, how she knows this, I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. And that they're going to split up now for the sake of plot. I don't remember why they decided they had to split up because they both do end up because at the Because the narrative tree. requires it. Yeah, they do both end up at this tree. But they have to go there separately for reasons. I don't know what they are. Yeah. I don't remember what the reason Narr- was. Re- requirement requirement of, of narrative, yeah. I think. They don't even know that Joxa has been poisoned at this point. They go, well, well they know the three that, swords. They know that... Oh, there was, um, blood, there was blood on that sword, wasn't there? They know there's on the blood Apollo on the poisoned sword. sword. And they know mm. that none of them are bleeding. So... <laughs> But there, but there's this um, kind of fake jeopardy built in. It's like oh, it might he might be he might not. We won't know. We'll only know if we if we see a red line starting to yeah. uh, move from the wound towards his heart. Yeah. So I think it's just in in there for a little bit of jeopardy. I guess you know I'll take annoying plot contrivance for three hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. anyway, the real reason is so that Xena can be alone, so that she can be essentially dream roofied by Ares. Because, yeah. you know, she starts having sexy dreams about Ares, who wants to... His his goal, his end goal in this episode is mm. that he wants to get Xena to agree to be to be his mortal lover and that he's he wants to have a baby with her. Because he sees the writing on the wall that he's going to die because Zeus is dead now. Yeah. And this is the the twilight of the gods and blah, blah, blah. 
and he wants him he wants his line to carry on because I guess in the Xenoverse he doesn't have any children, which is um I, I yeah. went and I went and looked this up. Not not anymore. Yeah, not since Spiny Norman. Justice for Spiny Norman. Justice for Spiny Norman. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, like <laughs> I, I guess the implication is that if he has any children they're also gods, but you know, this is not the yeah, Ares. This is not Ares from mythology, because I went and looked up all of his uh, does, did Ares have any mortal children? I went and looked up, and the answer is uh, yes. He had three pages full. All over the place. Yeah. He <laughs> three had a, pages. He had a fucking shit ton of these. I haven't even got an abstract. <laughs> three pages. <laughs> yeah. Including yeah. one called Maleager, no relation. <gasps> uh, Hippolyta, the queen of the Amazons. And. Um, yeah. Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and a whole bunch but of he other still people. Wants... So this is—I'm not sure if this is plot. Well, not plot, but arc and in... character inconsistency. Because last week and kind of at the beginning of this week, it's very much Ares loves Zena and wants to be with her, and he and he says in this episode, "I would rather," or in this dream, at any rate. Um, I would I would rather die in your arms than live without you in mine. What um, and then by the episode, by the end of the episode, it's just give me a child, a, a, a child, a child, a child. Yeah, is it a character inconsistency, or is it that Ares is doesn't understand what love is without manipulation? Yeah, interesting. Mm. I guess there are people like that. <laughs> yeah, there are, and gods like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, He's, um, I mean, like, Ares is kind of, is he an anti-hero? I mean, he's not, he's a baddie. He's an antagonist. You know? He is, but he's the anti-hero, him, isn't but he? He's, we are, love him he to can bits. on occasion. Silly sausage. Yeah. He can on occasion do the right thing, but it is always, like, yeah. against his first instinct, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. So, yeah. like, you know, maybe he does love Zena in in by his definition and in his way. But he does a Kevin does a really nice. Um, I'm doing this against all my instincts. I can't believe I'm doing. I'm doing this so reluctantly. Yeah. Look what you made me do. You made me go and do the right thing. This, yeah. this is really nice attitude he brings to it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I think it's that. I don't think it's an inconsistency. I think this is exactly how we'd expect. Mm. Kind of exit Ares to behave, okay. you know. Okay. Yeah, and he doesn't really get that. Like, sorry, mate, Zena's gay now. That's it. Like, <laughs> you know, but not in not in this dream. She isn't. <clears throat> not in the dream. No. And uh, oh yeah, narratively speaking, neither of them are fucking gay this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, I know that this is all that this is subtext and could never be acknowledged in the show, but there are only a couple of occasions when their lack of acknowledgement of it or their active their active rejection of it is offensive. Yeah. And this is one of them, lads. Yeah. I was annoyed by this. Cause in the other plot, Gabrielle and Jocks are travelling to the tree. Jocks are is poisoned, obviously. And um, yes. He's getting sick and delirious. And he's like, Gabrielle, how come we never got together? And Gabby's like, 
Um, because I'm just not into you. You know, that's fair. She lets him down. They're friends. Yeah. She so like she to use a nineties phrase, friend zones him quite hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then she friend says zone. the line friend zoned. I know ah. that's such an incel term, I know, but But yeah, you know, she tells him the truth, you know. You're my you're as a friend, I love you, nothing more than that, right? And then she says the line that yeah. really I found really offensive. I wish I did. And I'm like Oh, but it's it's just a white lie. I don't think it? that's offensive. It's a white lie. What did lie. she say it for? There was no need to of course, say it. Well of course she doesn't wish she did. <laughs> and why is the why are the writers Can you imagine? this line in her mind? It's it's just yeah. gross. It's just gross. And like why would you say that if if there was someone you were trying to let down gently, that's quite hurtful to say yeah. that, you yeah. know? Because that's yeah. actually holding out hope, isn't it? That's giving them hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so if it's not true, then that was really a, a horrible thing for him, for her to have said. And if it is true, yeah. then that's gross and offensive to me as a viewer. Yeah. So there's I, really I no wish way I, around I it. I wish I did, but I don't because you're just so repulsive. Yeah. I tried, and it's literally <laughs> impossible because you can you imagine? Someone can imagine yeah. in the writer team because they did married with fish sticks in a few weeks' time. Oh, fuck my life! <laughs> <sighs> You've just been reminded that that one exists. I have. Thanks for that. Yeah. So <laughs> they, Joxer and Gabrielle, are aiming, trying to get to. They're trying. Oh, maybe uh, is this why they couldn't go with Zena because they had to take both horses? But don't, I don't think it matters. Behind Zena before doesn't make any sense. I don't know because they got both matter. horses. They've matter. got Argo and the horse with no name, and they encounter okay. some female warriors in the woods who are devoted to Artemis and use a lot of bows, but they're not Amazons, lads. Because no. then we would have to. <laughs> Acknowledge the fact that Gabrielle's the queen of the Amazons. <laughs> yeah, and th- then it wouldn't work because they go, "Oh well, I guess we better guess... fight against these other temple dudes." To or they'd have to kill Gabrielle as a yeah. traitor. Yeah, uh, and then that wouldn't work because the anyway. because Gabrielle's pretending she doesn't know Zena. Zena don't know her. Actually, we got attacked by yeah. her because she went that way, and they both point in different directions. No, she went that way. Very cartoonish. Yeah. So, mm. anyway, they get to the tree. Just cut long story short, they get to the tree. Blah, Zena blah, blah. Also gets to the tree, but um, she's been laying a false trail for the baddies to send them south when she's actually going north. But then Ares yeah. sets another false trail further down to point them back uh. north. Um, because he's a manipulative prick and he's sending all of the armies to converge on this tree where he knows that Zena will be, and so that he can appear to her and say, um, give me a baby or I will let all of these armies kill you. Which is better? It's a, it's a little bit um, Mavicant again, isn't it? It's like, all you have to do is call my name. Yes. You just call out my name. And you know but she Mavicant. I am. <laughs> I'm Mavicant. Yeah, we can't. You mother can can can. No. But she doesn't. So she says, nah, you're not you're not my dream. You're my worst nightmare. And this is where it becomes clear 
that he sent the dream to her because he knows about the dream. Like, how would he know? Yeah. If he hadn't been the one to sort of implant it. Hence, Rufy. Right? You know, she's not she's not organically horny for him. It's just Yeah. I kinda I kinda thought at one point, oh well, the you know, the nights without Gabriella lonely and she's hormonal after (laughs) the whole baby thing. But Uh, it's not even that. I've never had a baby, as you know. But I'm pretty sure that you are extremely not horny right after having a baby. Like, I think all of that (laughs) hormonal stuff just, like, dries up and goes directly towards producing (laughs) breast milk, you know? I guess. Like, I I don't think anyone's really, like, champing at the bit to have a shag right after giving birth. Right in. Fellas, yeah, ladies. Please, I mean, by all means, if any of you have ever given birth and were extremely horny immediately afterwards, please let let us know that we're I mean, wrong. But like... write in anyway about anything. Somebody write in. <laughs> Validate us. So we need validation. What you you do not need validation. Here we are, three years into this project. <laughs> We've never had any. You're validation. you're all the validation I need, friend. I know. I'm aware of that. I'm your number I'm... one fan. Oh, I've just read that book recently. Ooh, you can <laughs> chop my fucking Orid, leg off now. Yeah, it's worse in the book, isn't it? Worse it in the is. book than in the film. I've not seen the yeah. movie. I'll, I have to watch it. But yeah, God, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> She's crazy. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, watch it. Watch it. It's good. I will watch it, but it's not on any streaming. That's I looked for it immediately after. Okay. It's not on any streaming services, yeah. so I'll have to go on yeah. the high seas to acquire it. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, back to the point. Yeah, so, anyway. Uh, it's basically like Xena obviously says no. Computer says no to this uh, proposition of Aries. Yeah. And they, so they find I won't. Fight. I won't, thanks. Yeah, no, I won't have your child, thanks very much. I'm, I've just had yeah. one. You know, I'm a bit busy. <laughs> um, Couldn't possibly manage another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so they fight all the, basically like Z- uh, Xena and Gabrielle together fight off three armies. No problem. You know, yeah, you weren't and, worried. And you can, turns out, you can fight with a baby in your arms, you can fight with a baby strapped to your back, but you know what babies love, especially during a fight? What? Babies love to be thrown. Babies love to be thrown. And they also Failing love... that, they, they love to be hoisted in a tree swing. Yes. So they can go up and down and up and down. Makeshift tree swing. Brilliant. Upsy down. This Brilliant. This is like ancient Greek bouncy chair. You yeah. know, the equivalent <laughs> of when a new mum will put their baby in a bouncy chair in front of the telly just to get a five minutes piece. Oh, to be an ancient Greek baby being tossed <laughs> in the air while, while your mother kills people. Yeah. Oh. There was one really good part where one of the no Amazons was um, gonna was firing an arrow towards the string yeah. holding Eve up and Xena... Yeah. Fl- flings the chakram, it slices the two, slices the arrow into two halves, yeah. slits the woman's <laughs> throat, and then the two arrows go and kill the two other head priest guys. Yes, that was a that was awesome. That was a pretty good part. Yeah, of fighting. that's a, that's a classic. That's a classic move. And then once that happens, the three leaders are cut. You know, the three kill the body and the head will die. You know, the three leaders are fallen, and then it, the rest of them just go is that retreat, the right way around? run away. Is that the right way around? No, it's the other Kill way around. Kill the body in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, actually, I think what I'm quoting is from... I think I'm quoting that 
from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and I think that is oh, what okay. they said, but of course they were on drugs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it's not cut a worm in half and then you've got then you've two, got two worms. Luckily, it's not the yeah. Hydra situation, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so then they all run off. Everyone's, everything's fine again, and they're having their walk across the sand. And, oh, and, they, and they've they've got they've got to the tree as well. By the way, for anyone who was worried about Jock, so he's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they were at the tree. All this fighting happened at the tree, and then they cured Jock. So all he needed was to have it's just like in one against an army, like the 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 cure happened. Yeah, exactly. Instantly. Completely yeah. instantly, like the. And in all fact, that all poison... you see is all you see is Zena <laughs> hooking his lip. Kind of, she just like rubs his stick... gums with it, like putting whiskey on a baby oh, for teething. <laughs> Again, you know, like some not sure that's in, in not sure that's in the nice guidelines it's these not days. In, not in Doctor Spock, I'm sure. Doctor Spock, yeah, <laughs> fascinating, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that Spock, yeah. Actually, he's I think the is Mister Spock. I didn't mean that Spock. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he does. He's a science officer. I'm sure he's got a doctorate. You know, I'm sure. This feels like a different some... podcast. Should we do Star Trek next after the scene is over? Oh my god! Shall I make you watch Voyager? <laughs> Imagine if we did. I'll watch seven it. I'm years not. I'm not going to podcast. I'm not going to podcast Voyager. I'll watch You're it. Not going to podcast Voyager. Are you sure? Not seven years of it. Oh come on! <laughs> come on! <laughs> I suppose we could select. Uh, we could do a selected episodes. Wow, you just you just interrupted me, and now I'm not going to finish the sentence. Oh please! Which, which was going to be our podcast Babylon Five with you, but no. Are you serious? No, not now. You Mate, interrupted me. Why? One time offer. You blew That's it. I have to accept cruel. your first answer. This is as funny. cruel as what Gabrielle did to Joxer I, by sit, holding out a little I'm bit not, of hope for I'm him. I'm not going to podcast Babylon 5 with you. I wish I could. Lol. Come on, we've got a whole season, season and a half of, of Xena to podcast before we before worry about we that. Before we start worrying about these things. Right, okay, right. Fine. Hey, what, what do you want us to podcast next? Write in. Yeah, it's Babylon 5, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Moving on. What was I going to say? Yeah, and then it's the end. You it's were the talking end, about right? them walking off across the sand. Yeah, walking off across the sand. And basically, Joxer and Gabrielle have their final conversation. Please, God, let this be their final conversation about the fact that Joxer is in love with her and she's not in love with him. And he's like, I'll just have to live yeah. with that. And I'm like, yeah, please do. It's do you do yeah. that work on your own? It's, elsewhere. I think I think that's quite. I think that's quite sweet, actually. That scene. That's a so, mature response from Joxer, finally. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. he's like, um, so when, or or does Gabrielle say, so when you were, no, he says, so when I was uh, kind of out of it, did I say? She says, yep. Yeah. Uh, and then he, she says, I I love you as a friend, but I can't love you yeah. in any other way than that and he says I'll always love you more than that but that's kind of okay we'll always <laughs> pine for you okay. unrequited pining yes 
I, I'm fine with that. I normally don't like unrequited longing, but it's fine if it's doctors. <laughs> so, what else? He gets over hey, it anyway. Um, so, it's fine. Something I quite often think, Ted Raimi is so good at looking really ill. Uh, yeah, he's very he's a sort of clammy looking fellow. He has a, he has a, a sickly cast. Yes. He's, he has a face that lends itself to sickness. Yes, he should be sick always. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then... <laughs> Laugh. That's... <laughs> then that conversation's <laughs> over, and so Z- uh, Gabrielle swaps over to talk to who she really wants to talk to, which is Zena, obviously. And Zena's having a yeah. bit of an existential crisis about whether it's okay to expose Eve to this violent life and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you don't have yeah. a choice in the matter, mate. Even if you want to retire, no one's going to let you. Yeah, if you if you if you're worried about exposing a baby to your violent lifestyle, then you shouldn't have been um, shouldn't unknowingly have. impregnated by the yes. ghost angel of Callisto. Yes. So, yeah, exactly. You know, and you shouldn't have <laughs> and you shouldn't have had a prophecy given by the fates about yeah. your unborn child that you had nothing to do with and couldn't have predicted. Yeah, she brought it on yourself. Yeah. Well, you know who <laughs> did bring it on himself? Zeus. If he just left totally. him alone, it would be fine. Nothing would have happened. He would not let it lie. He, he would not let it lie. It's almost like it's an ancient Greek prophecy. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. Did, so... did his attempt to uh, to uh, avoid the consequences of the prophecy indirectly and stroke directly lead to the fulfilment of the prophecy? I'm afraid he did. My God, that's so Greek. Yeah, it's very Greek. Right. Yeah. So that was that episode, and I, I'm gonna say yeah. like there are a lot of things that I did enjoy about it, um, like yeah. the spectacle at the beginning with all of the the gods all, and that sense of danger and like oppression of how where can we go? How can we ever yeah. be safe from these? Oh, they did seem to give up almost immediately as soon as they reached the cave because like if the if like they they just let or sort of let their priests be take over. But, uh, but maybe that maybe they knew the the priests were there for the next stage. The next round, I don't know. Maybe. The, the tornado that that so there was a part of the thunderbolts and lightning, very very frightening, was yeah. a tornado. And I just kept I kept thinking, is it going to be Velasca? Is it going to be I, I kind of thought, yeah, because that was her. Thing. I thought it. I thought when the tornado died as they went into the cave, I thought it was going to materialize into someone and. It was yeah, uh, yeah I thought Alaska. Cool, and we didn't we were in a cave and we had no polystyrene rockfall, which seems right. like breach of contract. Yeah. And we were in a cave and then neither of them had sex with a broken leg. <laughs> oh wait, that's a fan that's or, that's every fan. Or applied thing, moss to a wound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, there were aspects of the episode obviously that I didn't like. Like mm. that thing with Joxer, I think, is actively actively gross and um and I don't I doubt that I would watch it again even though there were bits of it that I liked like the fight at the end was really good so I'll probably give yeah. it six wow yeah uh, I'm gonna give it eight because those elements didn't bother me the way they bothered you um yeah I'm I just a lesbian think, uh, yeah okay poor, what can poor, I say? <laughs> yeah poor poor choice of script that that one line I wish I could doesn't doesn't yeah do anything it doesn't add anything unless unless we're meant to think that gabrielle wishes she didn't have the horn for xena and she could live a less dramatic life which i don't think she does so she could live a normal life 
Yeah, that's what we all what, want. What, the jocks Yeah. So normal. Yeah, yeah. It's like the it's like Pete's mm. there, there are some straight people who've who've kind of um they claim that they they claim they're not homophobic, but what they really feel is sorry for us and they think they, they, they think that yeah. we would wish to be normal. And I absolutely yeah. would never never. Like <laughs> yeah. if I could if I had if I had a no, genie thank you. if I had a genie here who said I could change your sexuality uh, I would not. No, I would not be changing it. No, absolutely I'm not. Perfectly absolutely happy not. as I am. Uh, if I could choose, yeah. I would choose this. So yeah, fuck off with that line. <laughs> yeah, homophobic genie. Yeah, no, but just like fuck off with that. I wish I could, you know, because that's the that yeah. is you know, and not to read too much into this, but well, like, I think that is one reading of it, isn't it? You can read it that way. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't approve. Upset about it. No. So yeah, Bard's no. eye view then is that this is a pretty average seven out of ten episode. On average. Yeah, and yeah. that I think is kind of fair. But I I like it because it's got some sort of fairly heightened stuff in it. Like you say, there's the stuff at the beginning. Aries is great in this. Yeah. I think. You can't say no to Aries, um, that's the thing. It's yeah. that's because he's been infiltrating your dreams. Yeah. And that is yeah, what it is. A lot of tongue work in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very tonguey kiss that was. Yeah, um, but no, he's he's so broody when he's when he's kind of angry and broody. He's just yeah. he's so good at that. And yeah, so um, Colin Firth, Mister Darcy, Aries, yeah, a little bit of Draco. Are these the men that you're attracted to? Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're the. <laughs> The, the dregs of my um, compulsory petronormativity, <laughs> I think. was you... another one. Who was the other one recently? You're a number five. You're a five on the Kinsey scale, and these are the ones that are keeping you there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know the niceties of the Kinsey scale, but um, whatever. Yeah, well, six is like, keep these men away from me forever. And five is like, keep these men away from me, but... But not that one. That one could may Maybe approach. Maybe I could look at that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's five then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so seven out of ten for Eternal Bonds is this episode an Eternal Bond? Yes. Yep. Um, and <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next week, and we'll be talking about Amphipolis under siege. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bard's Eye View with her Professor Flimflam and me, Wonko. Our Twitter account is no longer going to be updated, but please follow us instead on Instagram. You'll find us at bards underscore eye underscore view. We're also on all major podcast apps, so please feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.